Alrighty, welcome back to my podcast where I share my solo traveling experiences. And thank you for tuning in to episode three. First things first, I just want to mention. I was listening to the previous episodes and I was like, oh my goodness, this sounds so weird. Just the fact that there's no background music. Does anybody else feel the same way?、Um, please let me know because it's just it's so kind of like, it's just so, it's almost like awkward that there's no music playing in the background. Maybe just the me thing. But I'm gonna put music in the background now, so let me know how that is. Kind of feels like I'm giving a sermon at church.、Um, yeah. Anywho, let's get on with this episode. I am such an advocate for solo traveling. It's not even funny. I think what I've gotten so much from the experience,、um, and it's really the type of situation to be in because I've gotten comfortable with being out of my comfort zone. And when you're outside of your comfort zone, the level of growth is tremendous and the level of learning. You know, it's also huge. So, that is one of the many things that I love about solo traveling.、Um, you know, you lose that sense of comfort. Your friends, your family are not there with you. So, there's also a lot of alone time you have with yourself. You know, maybe there are things you still need to process that you haven't yet processed. But I just find when I'm living. Back at home in Toronto, I'm constantly, you know, go, 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 let's do XYZ, you know, that I don't really give myself the time or space to think about things, to reflect on things. And I don't really like that. Not to say that I don't give myself time to journal, but I feel like when I'm solo traveling and when I'm in a new and different environment, it really takes that reflection to another level. It's when I'm in a new place and when I give myself all this time and room to think, that these thoughts really start to surface and start to run. So, yeah, that's also another great thing. I feel like I'm trying to sell this product right now. And in a way, I am because I just think if everybody tried doing this, tried, you know, going to a different country on their own or going to a different city, going to a different town on their own, like there would be major changes to this world. I think people would learn a lot more about themselves, about their own boundaries,、um, what they're comfortable, what they're not comfortable in. And Be able to gain new perspectives from, you know, just seeing different shit. So, yeah. I just want to add that, you know, me going on these trips by myself, it's not 
Rome wasn't built in a day, you know? Like, it wasn't an overnight thing. It was something, as I mentioned in the first episode, that started from when I was back in high school, from going to, like, a French exchange program, meeting other people, to teaching English and meeting other people, to really just going by myself. So it's not going to be an overnight thing where you're just super comfortable with it. Um, And another thing, such as, you know, going out to eat by yourself, like, you don't have to baptize yourself in fire and just go straight into it. If that's really making you uncomfortable and anxious, um, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, if that is something you strive and you would like to get to, then by all means, do it. Uh, It is a process and there are steps to getting there, which I definitely would be open and love sharing with other people. So I was talking to a friend and he asked me, how do I make friends while solo traveling? Like, do I just go up to strangers and be like, yo, let's be friends? Um, Well, you can definitely do that. Um, But also keep in mind, like, stranger danger is a thing. A lot of times it's not for me, but I feel like because I've traveled so much and met so many different types of people and different diversities, I can really sense in my gut and trust my instincts when I feel like a person makes me feel safe or not. And... So to answer this question, how do I make friends while solo traveling? Um, Number one, best advice I can give is to stay at a hostel. And I know I've shared some whack stories about my hostel stays. But don't let that be um, generalizing your view of what hostel stays are like. Because... Let me tell you, they were really great in Europe, and I still believe that they can be great in the States as well, just depending on the time of year and the season. Um, So, hostels, you know, you're staying with other people, so that's one thing. And because you're staying in the same place, you kind of have, like, the same type of agenda. You know, people want to see where they're visiting, and... (coughs) Most of the time, they kind of want to see similar attractions. You know, if you're going to a city, there's probably the top five attractions. If it's your first time there, then more likely or not, you're going to end up going to the same places. So why not just do it together? Um, So hostels are a thing. While I was in Miami, I felt like everybody was very friendly and open to engaging in conversations. So most of the people that I became friends with were outside of my hostel stay they were either at a bar at a club or just off of the street just like i was walking from the beach to my hostel and then i made some friends and then we all just hung out they introduced me to more people and then it just went from there so i think just showing people that you have that intention to make friends and you're open about it can really make the difference and the great thing about meeting these new people is that they're all from different parts of the world they're speaking different languages they have different perspectives they have different cultures and so it's really fun when i 
at meeting these people while traveling. Um, I'm so curious to hear their stories and I feel like it really broadens my perspective that, you know, I don't just exist in Toronto. Toronto isn't the whole life, you know? It gives me a bigger sense or a bigger picture of what the world is like. So that's also another great thing. Um, Now I want to talk about some of the misconceptions I've heard of traveling or going on vacation. I feel like off the top of your head, like when you hear someone say vacation, what do you picture? I picture, you know, somebody at a resort spending tons of money. And a lot of other people that I know also think the same thing, you know. They think going on vacation is very expensive, and it can be, as with all things. You know, if you want the finer things in life, then you go get it. But I really like to clear up that misconception um, with finances, especially kind of people thinking I'm super rich or privileged definitely privileged for sure but that i have so much money because i travel so often i mean number one um no i don't have a lot of money but it's really that they're not seeing the process of me saving up for those trips and they don't actually see how i spend my money either you know they really just you know see a picture on instagram like oh i went I went to Miami. Oh my gosh, you must have a lot of money. Um, Well, I can certainly clear that misconception up because hostel stays are very cheap. In fact, they're the cheapest thing you can do because you're sharing a room, a tiny room with like up to 10 people at a time sometimes. And staying at a hostel is like 30 bucks a night. So... Comparing that to a hotel where it's like over $100, you're saving so much money. Um, What I did for my trip was I ended up subletting my room for a month. So with that money I'm saving, I'm spending it on my travels. I know I have to pay rent somewhere, so might as well pay it in a a different country, which is what I did. So that's one way of doing it. And also... You can choose to cook while you're staying at the hostels. You can keep it simple, you know. Um, Most of my time, I just went to grocery stores. And that's where I got a lot of my food. That's where I ate my food. Um, If I wasn't going out with people that I've met to go eat at a restaurant. So just being smart about what your priorities are when you're traveling can really help you save a lot of money. My main priority was to explore and see the vi- the places I was visiting. So food-wise, it wasn't really my highest priority. But I would make myself, you know, I would pick a list of... I would create a list of the food places that I wanted to try and I would go to them. But otherwise, I would just keep it simple and buy stuff from like a grocery store or a market. So in that sense, it's actually 
not super costly to travel. And flight tickets, they can be costly at different points in time, but I like to go during the off seasons. Because I'm still a student, I do have somewhat of a flexible schedule in the sense where I am having holiday breaks and reading weeks. So I do have those chunks of time where I can just go somewhere. And that has been really helpful, especially in saving money for those expensive flights. Because if you're going at a peak time like Christmas or New Year's, yeah, you bet the flight prices are going to be expensive. But if you go, when I did, early in December, it's so much cheaper because people are still working. So really just go to Google Flights. You can click that button, monitor Um, flight prices and they'll send you email updates when those prices have gone down and predictions of when they will go up so little things like that can go a long way and it's also helpful to budget when you can of how much you expect to spend and um i didn't make a budget plan for this trip and i'm almost glad i didn't because i feel like things don't usually go how you expect them to. So you I kind of just went with it. And still in the back of my mind, I kept an idea of how much I was willing to spend. And I was just careful with my money when I could. So yeah, that is one misconception of traveling. Now, another thing I wanted to touch upon is... Um, I remember one day when I was at the beach in Miami... Um, I see these girls, they were in the water, and the whole time they just had their phones on their hands. They were kind of just like recording everything they were doing, and it felt like a very do-it-for-the-gram type of moment. So, when you're traveling, really just think of what intentions and what you want to get out of the experience. Um, Personally... No, I'm not traveling because I want to post a new photo. You know, maybe one here and there. Why not? Do whatever the fuck you want. But if the core reason of why you want to go somewhere is to, like, show the world, okay, so be it. Um, But make sure it's what you want out of the experience. You know what I mean? Moving on from some misconceptions of traveling... I want to talk about how, you know, going on the solo journey has been such a journey. Like, I've realized things that I don't think I probably would have if I was still back in Toronto. Just having that time and space away from home and having this time to think um, whilst being in a positive environment really gave me a lot of time to reflect on you know my past actions and certain things that transpired and also helped me see what I want out of my life um so yeah it's been hella it's been a hell of a journey like I know I'm in quarantine right now but I am so grateful for this experience 
for having the chance to travel because I know with the current situation now, maybe a lot of people had plans to go somewhere, but they've been canceled. And so I'm still really grateful for getting to where I am now and just having that space to venture on my own. And when you're there in a new environment, it gives you so much inspiration. You're seeing different things, you're meeting different people, you're creating new memories. It helps so much with the creative mind. Like, um, if you consider yourself a creative person, changing environments is like the best way to curb a writer's block or stuff like that. So that has been great and I'm so eager and I'm so excited to make content and do what I want to do. I think I'm going to wrap up this episode 3 um, in this last segment. Uh, well, if you made it this far, thank you for listening as always. Appreciate it. And if you have any questions about solo traveling or anything in general, feel free to ask me. My Instagram is at Cindy Shims. That's Cindy Shims. And yeah, I look forward to making more episodes. And yeah, it's been fun. So thank you and uh, stay tuned for more.